What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Team Ramos podcast, bringing you the news for all of your nerdy needs. Follow us on our Twitter, at RealTeamRamos, and our Twitch, the Real Team Ramos. Today, we're going to talk about Modern Horizons 2, the Arena Cube, and Secret Layers. First off, who actually was able to catch the Mayweather-Logan Paul fight this weekend? I was not. I was not going to spend money on that farce. Uh, I can either confirm nor deny whether I spent money on it or not, but I did watch the fight. I, I, I heard that it was uh, rather uneventful. Well, so, so I feel a lot of, there's a lot of unfair criticisms, I think, of the fight, right? I, I really want to wonder who went into this fight thinking that it was going to be Mayweather coming in to just drop bombs on Logan Paul and if they have ever watched boxing in the last 20 years, right? Because if you thought Mayweather was going to run in here and just start like throwing haymakers at Logan Paul, then then I really like doubt your knowledge of like what he does. Yeah, right. or especially his fighting style. Because I don't know much about boxing. But I know that Mayweather is like a decision fighter, especially in his later career. It's like he controls the fight yeah. and utterly. You get drained or he tries to drain his opponent, them trying to hit him. You know, he's really good at dodging and moving, taking yeah. some hits. And then he's just, and then like after, especially with, I heard what, how it went with Logan, you know, after round two, he's just, you know, tapping him, tap, 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 tap. And if that would have went to decision, he would have got the decision because he controlled Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Logan Paul, and actually, you know, the Paul brothers, I, I don't like them as people. Their their effort they put into boxing, I do appreciate. Because they have legitimately, like, done boxing training for the last couple of years. Right? And as long as they stay in the lane of, like, you know, not fighting any real boxers in a real, like, any of their normal weight classes, cool. Right? Have your celebrity fights. Take on those people. Go for it. Right? Um... Besides that, though, I think we got to see Paul still be um, in the very amateur boxing mistakes in knowledge, right? He, he has his few punches he's, like, trained and knows how to do, right? He doesn't really know how to throw in combinations. He doesn't know how to fight in the inside a lot. He doesn't, he, he doesn't have a lot of speed to him, which is really hard to develop. Yeah. Right? And I think he had the idea that, like, whenever he saw the opportunity, his thought was, throw hard right oh if i hit mayweather i'm gonna drop him right like i'm yeah, gonna yeah. throw hard mayweather basically walked at him with his hands up and just went like anything like he'll block it or i will just like you know head movement away from it yeah. easy right and then he just walks at him throws jabs right you know at, at one point mayweather started like kind of leaping at him you know the mayweather was a huge size of disadvantage so it's just covering space was hard yeah, yeah. Right, and Logan Paul was backing up and doing stuff, so like, like Mayweather did really have to like follow him. And then, what what people were kind of annoyed about is Paul was clinching a lot, right? I but heard that. I heard that. Yeah, that's the right thing to do in that situation. Yeah. Right. Uh, it, it's all the way in all, all the way out for Paul in that situation. Right. It's either you're gonna ha control the distance, use your jab, stay really far away. Or if you're in close, he's just going to eat shots. Like, why do that? <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I might as well hold him, put some yeah. weight on him, and then, like, survive, right? Yeah. Well, because, like, when you're, and when you're standing in that ring, you yeah. know, taking punches to the face, 
by a guy who's trained his whole life to punch people in the face. <laughs> yeah. It's, it can't be fun, you know, no matter how old or how brittle his hands might be. You know, as, yeah. as, as Connor would have said. Yeah, yeah. You know, Mayweather like, definitely yeah. had De- Mayweather definitely got to make a lot of money doing like an easy sparring day for himself. Yes. Right? Just yeah, go yeah, in there. Yeah. He did a light right. workout. He did a light yeah, workout light. on a on a Sunday afternoon. You know, like that's yeah. But I think and, the biggest thing is seeing you know the bling Logan Paul was able to bring to the ring. Oh, what do you mean? So this dude bust out. You know, you know, everyone likes to bust out their chains. Right. Well, his his had something a little bit more valuable than just you know regular diamonds. Right. Why why bother with just that? No, this guy busted out a Charizard card sealed. He had not not had, only not only was it a Charizard card, it yeah. was it was the Charizard card. Card. Alpha an Alpha Charizard. Was and it was alpha? Jim. Mint, it was Jim Mint ten rated. Right. Yeah. Oh wow. Came in so with he had, around he his just neck. Had a, he just had a PGA sealed Charizard yeah. around his neck, lanyard, yeah. lanyard to his neck. That's funny. That's yeah. yeah. And now, now he's claiming that that card, like that specific one, is worth a million dollars. Is what he's yeah. Saying. I mean, I mean, hey, I mean, yeah. I honestly think somebody would easily somebody pay, that, pay that, that. card. Yeah. It's memorabilia. Because, because how much is the card worth on its own? Like, if it wasn't cool, worn cool around his neck, cool hundred and fifty, maybe you know, like. In actually trying to sell something like that, probably 120, 130, probably something yeah. for. Yeah, so that that's that, that was a pretty big flex, man. Yeah. Perfect. And then now that one is famous. Yeah, you know, that's it, a, and and the perfect ten rating like isn't going to exist anymore, right? There, there's almost like the amount of those that are going to exist very few. I think I think interestingly enough, I think if there is like like you know. All kinds of card games have that fetch card, like the old yeah. card. Magic, it's Lotus. This is this is the Lotus, like the Alpha Lotus for Pokemon. But there's probably way more of those in a, floating around in existence because a lot of people, even when Pokemon first came out, knew like, oh, Charizard's expensive already. Yeah, like people like took care of their Charizards or sent them. Off. I feel like there's probably a lot of them. But that still doesn't matter. Like that printing is gonna like that specific one is gonna be worth a lot because that's now boxing memorabilia. Like this is a yeah. part of boxing history, believe it or not. Like this is because like Connor didn't just have a fight with an amateur boxer. He had a fight with like a celebrity twenty something year old kid. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Because yeah, like, Mayweather. Not, yeah, he actually or yeah, yeah, Mayweather, like because he's actually is just gonna be like fighting just a regular dude it's Mayweather's literally just fighting a regular dude that nobody likes you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. like like who had a little bit of time and then those two dudes just made like you know i think his pay was over 100 million dude yeah like, i don't i i couldn't imagine like how much money they made because you know floyd would like would do that for money like floyd yeah. like that's what he cares care. about because yeah because yeah. that's what he cares about that's what matters to him is is wealth for him like Mayweather's down the line. You know? He is Floyd Money Mayweather, Mayweather right? Yeah. And he, was he, his brand, he threw the out that team? pretty boy yeah. Floyd stuff long ago. Yeah, yeah. His his his, his, his the name of his thing is the Money Team. Like that's yeah. his brand. So it's like, you know, I we all. If anybody lost, it's the the viewers that were expecting Logan to get beat up because like I didn't expect him to get beat up, but I figured maybe you know his like maybe have a couple black eyes. 
Yeah. I mean, he, he took some shots, but, you know, he survived. Technically, no judges, so end of the round. But it was one of those you can see. Mayweather, obviously. But Logan looks better in this. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Floyd doesn't look worse. Yeah. But, it, but this does make Logan look better in the boxing world, for sure. Yeah. The thing that's funny is, like, these whole, like, his brother calling out UFC fighters who obviously aren't very good strikers. You know, he's calling out, like, wrestlers and stuff. And now now he's calling out Tyrone Woodley. He's got the Tyrone Woodley fight, which I think Tyrone Woodley is probably going to – I hope Tyrone Woodley is going to do because I think it's he's It's one of those – this will be sure. very telling of I think, Tyrone Woodley's mindset because so, he froze in so many other fights. And now seeing like you know he just froze because of the situation they're in. He was against elite competition. Is he really going to do that against someone like Paul, who is like, what does he have for him, <laughs> right? Like, and supposedly of the two brothers, um, Jake Paul is the better boxer. Supposedly. Jake really is, right? Yeah. Jake. Well, does he's also put more that. effort into it. Like he has. Yes. Like, this is what like he's, he's definitely a, he's definitely years, a troll. Know? But I mean, he, he's a troll that can back it up. Kind of reminds me of like how Colby Covington is, you know, Colby Covington yeah. is so ridiculous and talks all of this shit and he's just like annoying as fuck, but yeah. like he'll fuck but you I feel up. Like, I feel like if you put him against an amateur boxer his age, he's getting fucked up. Like, he's Yeah, getting, well, he's getting, yeah. that's the like, difference of uh, going against his age, his weight. He's been doing it for like three years now, maybe. Yeah. Um, most, if, yeah. you're, if he's going against a 24 year old who's been bo- a 24 year old boxer at his level right now, an amateur boxer at 24, he's probably been doing it for like eight years, yeah, at least, right? Like, that's a long time of experience of getting used to stuff, being in the training. Being I, think, the, I think you get most, most and, amateur boxers and that I have think his record are gonna yeah. destroy him. Like, I think yeah. he has no interest in doing that, though. I think, yeah, yeah, well, no, I think he's, he's, he's making he's making money right now. I feel you know? like there's part of him though that does feel like I could fuck anybody. Well, know? I think he does have that. I think he knows, and he, that's I mean, he knows he's not gonna fight like a heavyweight boxer. Like, he's not gonna fight a cruiserweight, right? He's not gonna fight Canelo and, and then survive that fight well, yeah. right? That'd be I'd watch that. I would guys. pay the hundred fifty dollar pay per view fee to watch that fight. Yeah, one hundred percent. But he definitely, like, he has an understanding of boxing. He seems to feel it. He understands, like, countering. He has, like, a good feeling of punching. He'd be able to time it, step back. He's not afraid to, like, not either step back or not just move, right? It's very, like, especially being tall, a lot of fighters get used to just, like, leaning back. And that's a really bad habit of just getting used to, like, getting away punches all the time because eventually you're just not going to lean back fast enough and you're just going to eat a shot, right? Especially against someone like Tyrone Woodley coming in who – for so long in his USC career said, here's my right hand. What are you going to do about it? And he would just sit there, have it loaded and wait for people to walk into his range and just try to blast you. Or if he felt like you had nothing for him, he would just rush you <laughs> with his right hand and hope that he can just like blast you out. Well, right. It's, it's, it's so you think that's what he's going to do in this boxing match? I think so. Right. Well, he it's, has no boxing experience, right? Like he's, 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 a box. he's, he's kind of a boxer. Not really. Didn't he train right. with Freddie Roach once? Freddie Roach trains so many people, right? The thing with that saying that, Freddie Roach has a team, right? How long did Freddie Roach work with him? Did he work with him an hour in the training time, right? How much is he doing at that? And Freddie Roach during those trainings isn't like trying to fix your boxing, right? Freddie Roach is trying to figure out the game plan and stuff that's going to work for you, what's going to be the most efficient to get you in this fight, right? Okay. He want, he want, he's, he's not like, 
he's not the he's not the long-term trainer that helps you correct yeah unless unless you're really sticking with him right tyrone really being like i'm gonna do this training camp three months freddie roach right he didn't pay he's basically teaching you hours a day you 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 do this with this right hand punch yeah yeah he's like this is it it's like it's like an hour tutor (laughs) right is what you can imagine when they're like i got freddie roach for this camp right freddie roach has a lot of people on more priorities right whoever got him the most right it's not not going to be woodley who is on the top of his line right but he would lead really inactive a lot of the time. A lot of the time he wouldn't throw in combinations. He really would just throw, you know, slight setup, throw right hand, right? He, he really like reduced his striking game down by a lot in his career. He used to do more. And then his most recent fight, he was like, I need to come back. I lost 15 rounds in a row. I gotta, I gotta get back to it. And, and tried to be a bit more aggressive. And he fought a guy with an iron chin and ended up rocking <laughs> it back. Right. He fought Vicente Luke, who like Vicente Luke needs to get rocked in order to like activate his mind. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like he needs to get, he has like his own punch up meter for him to like get into the yeah, fight. Yeah. And yeah. Woodley blasted him. And Luke like then turned it on and was like, all right. And then actually brought it to Woodley and rocked him and finished him <laughs> in that fight. Like he, he knocked it. He like finished him in every way. Like he like TKO'd him, KO'd him, and then submitted him to sleep. <laughs> right. Like so. Woodley, Woodley has a chance. I, I hope we can pull it together for it. Like I said, I think it's a lot of the mental game. Did you see that um, Paulo Costa? Paulo Costa came out saying that he wants to fight, fight Jake Paul. And he's like, basically, like Dana White was like, you know what? If you want to go box, fucking, you know, do your so, fights with so me and then go box. Here's the thing with Jake Paul, too, is Jake Paul, through all his fight of like, I got all this money, right? Like, he, he talks a lot of trashy trolls. And, and what he says is I know, but I do know what I'm worth in the fight. If people, you know, I'm a celebrity, I I am worth a premium fighting, right? People want to watch me. People want to see what's going to happen, right? I know what I'm worth. And he keeps saying that like all these UFC fighters that are now trying to fight him, do all this stuff is like, they're getting paid more fighting him than they would be in the UFC. Yeah, but what you got to remember too is like, that's like a one-time thing, you know, like though, like Jake Paul is going to make that money every time he does it because he's crafted himself to do that. He's gotten the fame from YouTube and he's like crafted this troll that's going to fight these UFC fighters. These UFC fighters are going to get one payout. Yeah. But if those UFC fighters then go and try to box like somebody else, nobody's going to give a shit. Yeah, like no nobody's one. gonna pay the money for that. They're yeah. paying the money for this Jake Paul fight, right? But, They're gonna so, get that payday, sure. But then, like, what about your next, you know, few years, like your next ten, five, ten years of your life? Are you you're not gonna make this a career? Obviously. Well, here's the thing, right? For the UFC, right, is that the UFC already does not give you enough money to make it your career. Um, there's actually a big article called "The Price of Being the King," and it's about Spencer Fisher, Spencer King Fisher, which is why the name of the article comes from. And he talks about he had a retire early due to brain damage and he was someone who should have made he was popular he had main events he was never a title contender but he was top 10 fighter a lot of main events the ufc really liked him was paying him all this stuff he had to retire early and they retired him because of the damage he didn't make enough to like retire right he still had to get like a normal job right because he was only getting like twenty five thousand to fight each time right in a career you can only fight how many times a year if you're not hurt and only for so many years, right? That's is that really livable? So Jake Paul has been one talking about UFC fighters need to unionize and fight for fighter pay, right? Fighters need to be increasing, you know, these big money fights. Like if you're a star, you should be getting the millions, right? I shouldn't be making more than you <laughs> every fight 
if you're like this big time champion like do it and it's funny because it's it's the right message made by like the exact worst person possible to be like saying all this stuff right it's like it has to be someone i'd like not involved with it at all to be like yeah fighters should unionize i have a degree i'm working on a license for my job i work in the job with my degree I know way more about the UFC than I do about my fucking job. <laughs> Dude, I, I firmly not even, 100% believe that. Like, I believe not even that just much. UFC, <laughs> but like MMA in general, I think. I feel like yeah. if I ever I know, I know more about, about fighting, MMA yeah. and like the, mixed mar- like the mixed martial arts world than I do pretty, probably about my job. Much, <laughs> I don't have like pretty, a master's degree in this. Pretty much, like that's why I asked you, Steven, specifically. You should like, go to like, Joe, Joe Rogan. I was like, Take Joe oh, Rogan's who, job. I was like, I was like, oh, who, Dude. who, who would know? Jamie, like, Jamie, put happened. it on the screen. <laughs> Dude, Not I'll, that I'll, job. I'm oh, talking even... about his commentator job. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> what would the podcast, about the podcast? <laughs> what would the podcast have to do with what hey, we hey, just I could, about? I could be Joey Diaz too, dude. You know, oh, what's up, cocksucker? <laughs> cocksucker, motherfucker. <laughs> All right. Speaking of crossovers, like Logan Paul going to boxing. We actually got some more news on secret layers and how they're going to be handling new crossover IPs such as Lord of the Rings, Warhammer, much like the Walking Dead ones. So yeah, with secret layers, the uh, the new their new um, release came a press release came out today. I guess would probably be the, the right way to put it. The news article, but it came out and it's discussing the future of secret layers, the secret layer universe, universes beyond update is what they're calling it. So this universe is beyond is what they're calling um, the Walking Dead uh, style. Mechanics yeah, so everything outside the world of Magic, of Magic the Gathering itself. Yeah, so it's, yeah, so I guess what they were talking about was cards like um, Rick Steadfast Leader, right? So that card was only it was only a walking dead card. So you're not going to be able to find that card in any other set. It's you can only get it in secret layer and it's the only one of its kind. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It would be so, the main. What, from what I understand is from now on, you know, not including the secret layer of the walking dead, but any other time they do it, like when they do Lord of the Rings or Warhammer or whatever other secret layer, they, they said they have some exciting announcement coming up and it better be exciting. Cause they said it like five times in the article. Um, what they're going to do is they're going to have those like Lord of the Rings cards. Right. And then also they're going to make a magic card with the same abilities. Like the card is going to be exactly the same months later, six Six months months later. later. So six months after those drop, we'll get a version. Yes. Yes. And an important part about this is that they will be format legal upon secret layer release. So what, and what formats are they talking about? That that's vin- that's vintage legacy and commander. Okay, and so they also said that six months later, those magic cards are going to be released in the list. So when you're buying set boxes and you get those list cards with the little symbol on the bottom corner, though that's where you'll be able to get those like Lord of the Rings type cards, but magic like magic themed, right? And so oh, so like the list cards for flip cards from Innistrad, like those. I know. Well, I was gonna say it's like the uh, the collect the the set boosters now have this kind of mythical list of like so many cards, uh, like some of them like food chain are on there, but it's also other things like the fungus. Yeah, commander. when I when I bought a Strixhaven set box, I got a Kozilek Butcher of Truth 
uh, list card. And it's just, it looks exactly like Hoslake Butcher of Truth, but in the bottom left corner, there's a tiny little planeswalker symbol. And that's how you know it's from the list. Yeah. Gotcha. And the list, the list is like huge. Like the list is huge and it's constantly changing. It it has things that are things that are are really expensive and rare. Like I said, something like Food Chain, right? Doesn't exist anywhere else, not reprinted, nothing like that. But it's on the list to be allowed to be. And they did say they're going to up basically like up the i don't know how you say this but there's going to be more of those like alternate they're going to up the ratio right they're going to up the ratio of those cards you have more of a chance to get those cards from the secret layers yeah so right now they were a one in four to get something from the list and then the list was like hundreds of cards right and like i said they vary from like hundred dollar cards to like five cent cards yeah 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 um so that's kind of that's interesting that they're putting it in there, right? Because now I, I really wonder what the ratio is going to be of finding it in there. Because so I, I wonder if a, upon release, if it'll end up being more expensive to get the magic one than the than the alternate IP one. I think the idea is is that theoretically, over time, they should equal out, right? For as long as they do this list thing. So my but what I'm imagining is. The when they when they stop doing this list thing, yeah, right. Because if because like if anything we've learned with wizards, it's like they'll end this at some point. You know yeah, I mean? don't trust the longevity. Yeah, yeah. And they, and they so, even they even say in the article, as long as people are still buying these set boosters, we will keep doing this. That they basically say yeah. that in the article. So it's like so basically this thing's saying we're going to be doing this extended stuff. Magic players, the things they like. The, the people in this community, because not all, because I'm a magic player and I love the Walking Dead thing. The, the, it's like, you that complained, you better go spend money on these set boosters now to like, to get the one, because that's the only way you'll get the non-secret. Like, we printed them. It's like, but if you don't go buy the set boosters, that's not our problem. I don't understand why people wouldn't buy set boosters over draft boosters. Like, what is, what's... Well, I... What's the point? When you're buying an in-store booster, like, so basically the draft boosters are going to be the ones that are open the most, especially when COVID ends, when the pandemic ends, because that's, those are the ones that people are playing with in-store, right? So theoretically, those ones would get opened more because you'll have more people playing drafts than people probably just going to the store to pick up draft boosters, you know, at Walmart or something. So it's yeah. like I think I think there'll be a few like maybe but like nobody's gonna like I I, I think you'd have to have like every magic uh, player probably buy a set booster every set to like kind of make those numbers come together you know because I think what happens Stephen's probably right like depending on how they're printed if they're printed foil or if they're printed non foil like I don't know how the cards are printed but it, depending on how they're printed in the set boosters like. It could just be like, oh, this the foil set booster list version of you know Rick Rick Eternal Genius C one seventeen or whatever the, the thing is like whatever it's like that card it's like whatever the magic equivalent is is now worth so much more because that's the rare one you know yeah yeah but it's interesting to hear that they that they weren't gonna do it for Walking Dead. Yeah, I think they're uh, not to, doing to it me, for the Walking Dead version. To me, that just says the Walking Dead secret layer is going to go up in price. So if you, yeah, oh, one hundred percent. If you have them, yeah. hold on to it. Yeah, I have mine open displayed, but I'm still comfortable with that because these still are going to be worth something. Yeah, yeah, because and, and uh, it seems like 
it, that's it, it's like another one of the weird like the way wizards is handling issues right it is it's like oh yeah this is a problem oh well <laughs> right yeah, is basically they, what they, they said for the walking dead they want to have their cake and eat it too but right. after they eat it they're they're going to throw up and they don't yeah. care that they're going to throw up they're not going to do anything to stop themselves from, they're not going to have half the cake because they won't <laughs> throw up they're like no we're we're having all yeah. of the cake and we're going to throw up afterwards and yeah. we've accepted that because this is what I worry. <laughs> this is what I part part worry for Modern Horizons too, right? Is you know everything with the fetch lands, right? For so long they mentioned the secret layer for fetch lands was a debacle on how much expensive it was for it, you know how unavailable it really is for people, right? And they keep talking about oh we're going to reprint it now. Modern Horizons too, they are reprinted in there, right? I wonder if the amount that comes out of it is actually going to help lower prices or because of all this crazy, like different printings, people want certain stuff and, and the limited print run of modern horizons two, anyways, and it being more expensive. If we're going to end up having the fetch lands land right back at the same place. Especially the, those special print, those special foiling. Yeah. Because those are going to throw the skew off so bad. Because, yeah. You know, if what, like, I don't know, let's say if, the supply of new fetch lands is like, let's say there's a total of like, I don't know, a thousand, right? Of the like normal bordered new printing, like how much of each different variant would there be per that thousand? Yeah. Right? So it's like, it's like, it's still at the end of the day, it's probably only going to be like, if the number was a thousand, probably like 300, like 1300 more fetch lands. And it's like, is that enough? Like, is the small amount that's going to be opened of even those small, those like, most people are buying the collector's boosters right that's where yeah like that's a pandemic right now people Wizards. are really going to the stores to do pre-releases this is the one of the most expensive pre-releases you would do in person anyways like this is yeah. like if this was in person we'd probably pay what i don't know like maybe 70 60 70 65 at my store yeah 65 for pre-release like i'm going like, to and we've done and me and gilbert i know i don't know if you've done them Stephen, but me and gilbert have done modern masters did we do seals and those are like 50 i think it was only at events that we did the yeah like, and it, like like because my modern master sealed at two for modern masters two was like 55 bucks and that was like yeah 50 bucks like so it was like like that was expensive and they're getting more expensive you know prohibitively yeah. so the, the combination of wizards and the secondary market has like trained people to like buy more collectors boosters than anything oh yeah. yeah and and has i think gotten people used to increasing the like the medium expense of it right yeah and it's like it's totally gonna end up being like where the most versions of this new card are going to be like the altered versions so they're all going to be yeah. more expensive anyways and it's like oh it's going to get to the point where i'm like oh i need a tarn uh the cheapest printing oh it's the modern masters 2 version or the modern horizons 2 version but it's sold out yeah. Right. Because, you know, there was only so many new ones of that one, but it's like, oh, but if I do want to get the extended art version, that one is like 10 bucks more than the regular. So it's like, it's incentivizing, like, yeah. oh, I'm going to end up getting, I'm going to end up buying the collector's one. Oh, yeah. But yeah, if anybody keeps, if anybody gets those, um, those, uh, time spiraled ones, those ones are going to be gonna worth be, some mint. So, I'm excited to be opening a box. Yeah. I don't know how much those are going to flop either way, but they'll be if you keep them, they want to keep them for five years, and eventually they're going to be super expensive. And if you want to sell them right away, it'd be a good time to sell them right away if you get them too. I hate seeing things like um, 
you know those from the vault sets that they used to do yeah, yeah. They had like from the vault angels and from the vault like damnation or destruction or whatever that one was yeah. called and then from Annihilation. the vault, um, what's the one with all the rocks in it from the vault isn't it isn't it rocks no relics something relics relics, relics. yeah i think it might be relics yeah and so like i hate seeing those at like eleven hundred dollars or seven hundred dollars however freaking expensive they are nowadays and it's like bro when i was playing magic like i could have bought those at msrp which i think was how much like, were those i think they i think they were they were only like 30 or 40 dollars 40 dollars huh? yeah because yeah. that was the original premium right that was like yeah. the old school premium and those were like premium premium like that that's was like that's basically like yeah. that's basically what secret layers are now you know it yeah. used to be it used to be that they would send those to lgs's and lgs's can make money off of these secret layer type drops and now magic is just like and you yeah, know what? And we, we can print these and make our money like you know just like the lgs's can yeah and that was before i started playing because they stopped doing secret layers i believe by the time i had stopped playing not secret layers uh, from the vault from or the vault. from the vaults in favor forged like i think it's even i was even playing when they did premium decks you know like i i bought the sliver premium the premium sliver deck which yeah is basically a sliver deck that was just completely foiled out and then they had like the grave robber one which was black and they had like a red one which was basically burn spells and those things are so expensive now i think I one of the one of the things MSRP. one of the things that i hate that i wish they still made that i'm just so mad that they don't is those championship series decks Dude. Like I loved that when I as a magic player when I came in I loved that like that it was like oh you want to see like oh this is how we play magic now it's like you want to see what standard was like in 1992 1998 you know it's like oh here's the championship deck from the standard tournament that year and it's like reoccurring nightmare and just like you just like just all over the place. This is wild hey, stuff. When, yeah. I, when I first learned how to play Magic, one of the guys that, like, basically I worked at a group home, right? And one kid tried to teach me, but he was teaching me, like, wrong. Like, he, the way he was playing wasn't, like, the way you're supposed to play Magic, right? And then another kid was like, no, this is how you play. And then I got hooked on it. And then another one of my coworkers was like, had been playing Magic since the beginning, and he had that championship reoccurring nightmare deck. And I just remember being like, Jesus Christ, it's crazy. nasty. Yeah, like, it's, crazy. It's, it's one of those things where you're just like, that's cool. Like, because I think even now, if you had like, like the Soltai Whip deck, right, from like Shuhan Shahani winning in like 2016 or 15, whenever that was, like, if you had his deck, like, People now would see that and be like, "Oh, that's pretty cool," because that deck was like really good at the time. Like, and I feel like that's good for like, I, like that's I, a good series. Like, I, just want, I want my siege rhino. I want my siege yeah. rhino. Thing. <laughs> you want, yeah, you want, yeah, dude. Like, oh, Abzan control would be like. It's funny. Like that was when Abzan control was huge. The siege yep. rhino deck was huge, but it didn't win worlds. Like yeah. the Sultai whip deck won worlds, and yeah, that was just like everyone hated on siege yeah. right? Like that was the bane of like people complain about that. Yeah, and it won the pro tours. Like the pro tours were like Abzan Control, Abzan Control, Abzan Control. And then it's like the GPs were like Abzan Control, Abzan Control. I freaking hated Siege Rhino. Yeah, so and then and then you got and then you got to Worlds and it's like Soul Tide Whip. And it's just like what and I saw that. Deck what what like, it's that telling so you is like, that everyone else just had to get good. Yeah. But basically <laughs> it was like that guy the guy that won that had won two years in a row. And I think he's the only person that ever won two years in a row. Yeah, so he yeah. won like back to back worlds. And that's like a huge deal. Because that's like the top 24 players or whatever. And that's. Yeah. But so now we've been able to see on Horizons two out for a little bit. Yeah. We, uh, I think uh, Jared and I played two seals. 
Yeah, we, we got to play two seals for the price of one. And uh, Stephen, Stephen, what did you play? So I actually was able to I, – I, I dusted my MTGO account uh, off. You know, I got it out. I, I bought some tickets, and I realized I had not gone through all of the spoilers yet. Okay. Because at the point of our video, we'd only gone uh, only so many days in. Right. So I then went, oh, they're doing a draft. I was like, I don't need it. I'll just do Phantom Draft. You know, I'll just do it just to get the plays. So I went and did a draft without knowing a lot of cards. <laughs> so, you know, that was a wild experience. All right. So we're going to be making a video of that, right, for misplays? Oh, yes. We're going to be doing misplays on my my draft in Modern Horizons 2, trying to uh, figure out what cards are and learn how to replay on MTGO. Nice. <laughs> so, so let me tell you all, it, it does, there is some growing pains in making sure you click things correctly. Because unlike Arena, oh, yeah. MTGO will just let you fail. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I used a, uh, like, it didn't even ask me, but I used a removal spell to kill my own creature, basically. And I was like, Jared's like, oh, I think you clicked the wrong thing. And I'm like, I definitely clicked the wrong thing. And it's that bone something spell. Bone, where you, bone have to, you, you have to sacrifice creature to kill something, right? So instinctually, I'm like, I want to sacrifice my creature. But the first thing it asks you to do is target their target. creature. Yeah. So like in my mind, I'm like, I'm sacking this and I'm killing your creature, right? But they want you to do it like pick the creature you want to kill. Now pay for it, right? By sacrificing. Yeah. Yeah. So, Which is technically... That, that lost us a game. Way. Yeah. But it is and the, the correct way you're yeah. supposed to do it. I understand. And that's why it's like an early like magic player, I like I was like a little more up than more pe most people about the like the way the prior the way the stack works, the way you choose things, the order you do it, because MTGO is just unforgiving. Like like <laughs> yeah. if you try to if you click the wrong thing, like if it's like, oh, choose target player to draw three cards, and you're like, Oh, I'd always choose myself, I would never choose like no one would I would never set the card down and someone think I chose them. Yeah. You know? But on empty Joe, you totally could. You totally yeah. could accidentally choose someone. And I believe that was a mistake also that has been made recently in a in a sealed event. But, so uh, so the the reason why we got two seals for the price of one is because MTGO can be busted sometimes. Yes. So we were playing a game, and here's what happened. We're playing a game, and I don't even remember the sequence of events that happened before it happened because it just happened all of a sudden. But we're playing a regular game. We had already lost a game, I think. We possibly even lost two games, right? So one we game. weren't. We lost one game. We weren't doing well, right? And we weren't even doing well in that game. So we just weren't doing good altogether. We we in our sealed so six packs, three of our rares were like. Uh, if you flip this many coins, you win the game card, right? And the enchantment. And it's like, yeah. we had like one flip card. So yeah. it's like... And one other card that even had the flipping points. Yeah, so this yeah. was just like a dead... Like these are just three dead rares. So we, we didn't do well. Anyways, that's besides the point. So um, <laughs> the game just stopped, right? And the, the boards were cleared. And then all of a sudden, our game was like playing out like everything we had done in the past like five to ten minutes like the game was like automatically doing all of those steps right and then as soon as that was done and it caught up to where we were it like disappeared and the game started over again what? right yeah. so it went back to game one right and then in and that's game, not the crazy part that, yeah. this isn't the crazy part in game one this this game that just started over it was skipping us to discard step every single turn, both both of us. But our opponent had a zero-cost madness card. 
So he was able to put a creature down and just start hitting us for hitting one us for every turn. So and we're it, like, yeah. we're like in the chat talking to the guy, like, this is messed up, right? And he's like, yeah, I don't know what the heck happened, blah, blah, blah. And so I told Jared, like, we need to write this down. So we wrote down like the league number, the match number, the game number. And then we like complained and they gave us all six of our boosters back and all three of our tokens Perfect. back. And we, so, we got to so play got another a, one. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. the next and, one and we, we got like, that, and the yeah. next one and, we got like a Misty Rainforest and like a Marsh Flats. Uh, I think. Marsh Flats, yeah. Yeah, and the, the and that game we ended up losing that match in that, oh, yeah. and in we're that still field. and we're losing and our lost, second one too, and then and then lost the next match, and then once you once you lose three in an MTGO sealed, you can't we're, get any. Uh, we're we're at two matches. losses right now, so we got to win yeah. all of our matches, and we've already That'll changed win. our deck twice. No, I think. Oh, did we play the second one? We did play a second one, didn't I we? I think the first game we went like Sultai or something, and then the next game we went like Mardu. And then yeah. I think we're planning on going to like Simic. <laughs> I don't yeah. know, man. Yeah. Just like, it's, it's all we, over we got, the place. Dude, it's I, I'm really curious. About that. I think I'm just going to go the Steven route and just put every single piece of removal in my deck and have no win condition. And the only win condition is we just sit and look at each or other. Or the only win condition no, 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 is no, like you, a 2 2 flyer. No, <laughs> it, is, it, it is you put flyers and then you put whatever random big creature exists in your pool as like your top two as a your fucking as dinosaur. Your yeah, it's dinosaur a six four. Who gives a shit, <laughs> right? But if you if you if they have no creatures and you have a big creature, you know that's that's a lot of damage. Yeah, and we learned that the storm deck is pretty good if you get like because it has a great threat in that new dinosaur, but that only works if you actually play storm. But trying to actually just play that card doesn't work well. Need to work on that out as well. So just trying so to put a fair a fair thirteen of what is it a, a twelve cost card for a seven five will travel so, in haste <laughs> i really wanted to try that card <laughs> yeah. that, that so that you will want to play it's standard not for like yeah. you're not going to get it in sealed like in sealed unless you just like you draft when, when you have yeah. like nine lands on the field and you and you're like i just need something and you draw <laughs> that you're just like Great now, I, now I gotta draw like fucking four more like cards. Two to things make this you gotta good. draw two like one drops yeah. <laughs> at least. Yeah, at least. You need like yeah, and, and you and won't, like, and you're not yeah. gonna draw them. You're gonna draw like, land, to and you're point, gonna draw a big shit. We we discarded that card to turn it into like a, a plant a or crab, some shit. A crab. No, oh, a crab. we turned it into a. You crab. Did, I want I want to see if you have a guess on uh, what I drafted on mine. Okay, I'm so. You know, I I could safely say I think it's gonna be some kind of weird artifact shenanigans because you got the artifact lands and so you like <laughs> did something along those lines. Because me and Gilbert played against a dude who like I think did that and I he think did. I made a comment where I said Steven would love this. Like what this guy was doing to us, Steven would love this. Because it was like they were I... he was basically playing artifact lands, playing that equipment that gets powered up for artifacts that you control. And then just putting it on something, hitting us, we'd kill the something, he'd put it on something else, hit us with it. Like, if that was it. That was what he did to beat us. And I was like, Steven would love this. Steven would yeah. think this is the shit. I think Steven, <laughs> I think Steven went Jund. You're going with the, 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 the non-normal. Because, like, I would assume Storm. I would assume somehow he tried to make Storm happen in green. Like, I feel like he's going to... He's going to try to make that Insurrection Storm card work. You know, he's just gonna Dude. try to get Squirrel Storm, just a shitload of squirrels. Like he's like, I'm it, would a squirrel storm. It, would, it would be Gruel Storm, of course. Yeah, yeah just Gruel Squirrel Storm. 
so okay. so so for all of our viewers just so you know you know I, i'm someone who admittedly doesn't draft that much right i especially since you know covid has happened you know stores being closed uh, i haven't been able to do a lot of drafts it's not viewers it's listeners listeners thanks our, our audience so so you know, I try to keep up with it, but there's a lot of the times I, I get set up for like GPs. I'm gonna I'm gonna look up the cards. I'm gonna know it. We're gonna do like the Gilbert practice to like get ready for it. Otherwise, I I don't know what's going on a lot of just like the 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 middle cards in the set. And I have someone who in a draft will like panic halfway through, and I'm gonna hit the oh I need this card and like just start grabbing wrong things. So in our misplays. We'll go over very clear moments where I got distracted by one thing and totally blew off other cards in the list. But I wanted to, uh, uh, you know, see what your guys' guesses are before we kind of talk about what was our, our favorite card we experienced doing limited in Modern Horizons. All right. So that was my guess. So are we going to just, are, do you want to know what my favorite card in limited is? Yeah, let's go to that. Because when I say mine, it might reveal what I played. All right, my favorite card in limited from playing is Combined Chrysalis. Which one was that one? So Combined Chrysalis is blue, green. It's an artifact. Creature tokens um, you control have flying. You pay four. You can sacrifice a token and tap it. Create a 4-4 four, four green beast creature token. Activate only as a sorcery. Right. So basically you can turn treasures, you can turn clues, you can turn fucking squirrels, you can turn anything any token you can turn into a four four beast and it'll have flying if this is on the field. I did like that card. Cards yeah. my, my my favorite card from Limited was played in that same draft that we did. Uh, and I loved it every time. And it and it is steel dromedary, right? Which oh. is the, the, the camel. The yeah, the camel. 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 Of the course camel. it's the camel. Because I think we got It two did do camels. well. Yeah, it, it did, did do it well. Did, it, it was not it was not a blowout. We did have a couple times where we had to like remove the counter but just put it back on the camel. So like, so here's 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 my thought on that card, right? It stays tapped as long as it has counters on it. Yeah. Right. So like if you're doing the go wide thing and you're just making a squirrel, right? instinctually you're like okay i need to untap this camel so i can start attacking or something but i think if you just put counters onto the camel it becomes a target right or it becomes something that people ignore it's going to be one of the two right they're just like it's a fucking camel right it's gonna it's gonna remove all its counters eventually but as you're going wide you can keep adding counters to the camel and just like oh the squirrel gets a counter the squirrel gets a counter the squirrel gets a counter and it's like fuck we need to deal with this camel because it's giving everybody counters it's getting a bunch right? of squirrels yeah a bunch of squirrels and we keep bigger. we keep putting the counters on the camel to make it a, either make it a target because it's tapped or not or you know just have people have to deal with it yeah i know this one would be particularly busted because me and gilbert in our later on our second sealed we ended up having a token card in white that's pretty good it's the exile target card, exile creature um from the graveyard and you create birds equal to its toughness and so if you had that oh, card yeah. and you had the camel and you were putting counters on birds like that's even better like like this yeah. this like the, if the, there, if the, there was a bit of counter support and like profilerate and stuff in there the is there definitely is yeah yeah we got a few of those the, the question is does steven do things like that on purpose have we have we decided what the verdict is on that if he does it on purpose 
If he does what on purpose? He just said profilery. Oh yeah, no, yeah, he does it on purpose. Okay. Yeah. He does That's it subconsciously say. on purpose. Okay. <laughs> like at first, it started as a joke, uh-huh. and now he knew he, he every time it. he did it. Now he just does it. Yeah. And doesn't realize doesn't realize he's doing it, and just like. And then when somebody points it out, he gets a little like self yeah, he's like, like this. Of he's like, like yeah. he's planting <laughs> little seeds, you know. He's yeah. Planting little seeds I mean, I, have you heard? Have you have you heard our streams? Everyone now t- says their lands like I do. What do you mean? <laughs> we we have been saying lands like that. For ass. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for us. Swamp. Swamp. <laughs> is land. Is land. All right. So, uh, Stephen, what is your uh, so your pet, your so pet I'm, I'm going to tell you what card it is, and I want you. To, so it, it is a card I got in in my draft. And I want you to guess at what point I got it. All right, go ahead. Pack three, pick one. I'm going to say Timeless <laughs> Dragon. So three colorless, white, white, dragon. He, he went Esper. Stephen Play, went Esper. Plane Cycling and Eternalize. Dude, we got that guy too. Two white, well, white. We didn't play him though. We didn't play him. No. Okay, so, so, so I'm saying now I'm I switching. Got, I got now I'm switching and I think Steven got it. Um, pack three and i think he was already going like black so i'm, I'm thinking esper i'm thinking Stephen went esper okay so that's timeless dragon no okay so here's what happened it was pack two no 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 okay so it's either pack no i think pack two might be fair so let's go pack two pick three or four probably three right so it's like this is the rare that everyone else passed and Steven got it and was just like, Oh, and like took that and got sidetracked for a little bit on that. (laughs) And it didn't work out because somebody else is taking white somewhere else for something else, but didn't need this. Or he just got shitty white cards out. That's also, or he was like, just, you know, later in the, in the pickings. Later, later, he realized, oh, I don't have enough white support. For this, Probably so didn't even see the Timeless Dragon. So, so when, did, when did you get it? I got it. Pack three, pick two. Nice. Ooh. I was close. I was close. And, and pack three, pick one is like my, like my other card that made white matter. Right. I didn't get amazing <laughs> until pack three. Did you get Solitary Confinement or something? Do you want yeah. to know what it is? Karmic Guide. You want to know what it is? Sarah's emissary. What is it? I got Sarah's emissary as pack three, pick one, and then Timeless Dragon came next, and I went, "Oh well, I guess that's that. That answers that." (laughs) Nice. He went went mono white. He had to have went mono white. No, no, I think Steven's ballsy enough to go with second color. Nah, he went mono white. No, 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 he went a second color for sure. Steven, you went a second color, right? <laughs> you 100% went a second color. Yeah, oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. There's no Dude, way. You, you think I'm going to go one color? Yeah. yeah like, there's, he, well, he also would have, he had probably a completely different plan before <laughs> that. So it's like now he's doing the white. You know what I mean? Like he's not going to have enough to do just white. I think he's going to have like. Say like, going, He's like going five colors and fucking picks up a three pip white spell. I was just like pip, white, blue, like white, white blue flyers or something. Well, like, you you will see. All right, we'll we'll, we'll see in misplays. We'll see in misplays. We got you. Got to give me that footage so we can you know we can get that done. All right. So the next thing that I wanted to do, and this was the reason I told you guys not to look up prices. I want you to go to Mythic Spoiler and look at the myth, Mythics and Rares and all the cards and tell me what you think 
pick pick a card that you think is in the top three of value in regular draft boosters. In regular draft so, boosters? So not just, including alternate arts, nothing just like that. Just vanilla regular cards, right? So and I'm gonna say I'm I'm gonna say top three, and I'll tell you that there's no fetch lands in the top three. Okay. And you said rares and mythics? Yes. Or just well the top the top three, I'll tell you, I'll give you this hint. They're all mythic. They're all mythic? Yes. All right. I think. I swear to God, if one of them is grief, I'm gonna be fucking mad. Dude, here's the thing. I think is one of them grief, Gilbert. Dude, I have to think it's gonna be one of them has to be. Is one of them grief? Gilbert, I need you to tell me if one of them is grief. (laughs) I need you to pick I need you to pick a card that you think is in the top three. And then I I will tell you what the top three is. I promise you. I okay, mine mine is grief because I need to know if it's there. Is it grief? Is grief one of them? Steven, what is yours? No, you can't do this. No, he doesn't know yet. Gilbert so Anderson I'm also I'm gonna also go I'm gonna go with a uh, uh, solitude. Okay. The top three cards right now in regular draft boosters. The number one card is Ragavan Nimble Pilfer. What? Ooh. At ninety six dollars for the regular rare. What the the monkey? The, the monkey. monkey. So it's a one drop. When it deals combat damage to a player, create a treasure token and exile the top card of that player's library until end of turn. You may cast that card and it has dash for two. It's a I, I really like this card. I am shocked this is the most expensive. Yeah, that's the it's it's far and above. The other makes, two it, the other two in the top three are fifty six dollars and fifty nine dollars. This one's ninety six dollars. It makes me Ooh, happy though why? because I played rag. I played the original Ragavan. In I think red. I think red players are just like super stoked for it. I think it's one. I think it's because now it becomes the the thing. It's like the one drop creature you have to have, right? It's well, it's like I'm playing Burn, and I don't know if I'm. I'm not playing this. I don't think. I think the the ability to play your opponent's cards is like the big deal in this one. Plus the treasure. It gets a treasure and you can play their cards. So it lets you and I think it's good against other red decks also. So it's like a good a good uh mirror match card for sure. Because you can take their burn spells and use Yeah, it's like dude, does this go sideboard burn? Yeah, because like if it treasures, so if it treasures and you hit a lightning bolt, you can you you then just hit for five damage. Yeah. But or then you, that's the you can remove you can remove the lightning bolt, right? That's the opponent's lightning bolt. Right. I'm just saying. Like, I'm not that's banking just, on that being. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying yeah. in a mirror match, that's really good. Because there's a lot. The there's a lot of uh, uh, cantrips, you know. Hey, there's also you attack them, you hit them, and then you thought seize them. It, it's it's free mana. Well, so you don't thought seize them. Don't be ridiculous. You don't thought seize them because like that's a completely different thing. Like choosing you, the card that you're you, getting rid of. Is way better than a random card that you can. Tell. No, yeah, no, no, yeah. That's, right. I don't think that's what yeah. he's saying. I no, that's no. why he specifically said that. No, well, well, I was talking about you get your th- no, because no, when you oh, attack, you mean, you yeah, get another a their yeah, thoughts. Okay. Another okay. play is you can get yeah, their thoughts. That would be fun. You can get like brainstorms. Does it have to, and then get, does it have to be the mana? It's not even just a one drop. I'm just saying, like on turn like two or one or whatever. Yeah, well, no, that's yeah, what I imagine. No, yeah, that's one drop equals value. Yeah, I'm so, wondering if this is like really good in Junt, like maybe yeah, because so much removal. Yeah, because Junt like, plays a bunch of removal. There'll just be nothing in the way of this monkey, and then the monkey and then they can just, just keep and then they keep just, taking yeah. their spells. You know, yeah. the dash, the dash itself, being able to give it instant makes, haste. makes so yeah, makes it hard to hit, like make it hard to remove too. Like, 
All right. So you guys want to know the number? I just two don't card? want to have to pay that much for four more cards. I want. I want to know what it is. I want to know what it is. The number two card at fifty six eighty nine or market price sixty five sixteen. Grief. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... The number two card is grief. Uh, I'm, I'm chalking that up to like this hasn't black, opened up completely yet. Black, black, <laughs> two for three, two with menace. When it enters the battlefield, target opponent reveals their hand. You choose a non land card from it. That player discards that card, and you could evoke it by uh, exiling a black card from your hand. That sounds great. Why? Why would you not play it? Yeah, so that's <laughs> that's the number two card. The number three card, Cabal Coffers. Oh, I forgot. I, I didn't look in the lands. Yeah, marketplace. Marketplace sixty-two. Uh, average is uh, fifty-nine. I wonder where mine's gonna land at because I, I got you know old 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 cabal coffers. So we'll see. I wonder Wait, what which one. Which one do you have? Torment. Yeah. So the torment one right now is eighty-six dollars. It it spiked up. Um in march but it's it's on it's it's steadily going down so yeah mm-hmm. that might be the thing right we'll see i i i get one of these and i i just switch them out <laughs> oh what blue red Ooh. blue red will love that monkey yeah i can see that Dude, I, I just want to make ragavan proud I just I, want that I, monkey, bro. I want. I, I want. I, I liked him when I first seen him because I'm like, ooh, I want to make this as a commander just because I'm evil monkey and I want like a little monkey as my commander, you know, just for the, just for that. Are you gonna have Karas Zev in the deck where she the one that it, makes the right? monkey? Because yeah. that, like I said, that was my favorite thing. Like I did that in standard, and I was like, yes, give me. I got the like, I got the I got the evil monkey token. There's a dude. At, there's a dude at my LGS who has a deck that he calls Animal Shelter, and it's like all about giving people animals <laughs> so he's like <laughs> his deck his deck literally is like oh everybody gets a monkey <laughs> it's like shit like that how, how like what does he do i honestly haven't played against it i just remember he always talks about it and then one time when i didn't go i just stopped in to buy like cards or i stopped in to buy top loaders and i seen him playing it he's like it's animal shelter i'm like that's dope and i think ren and six or not ren and six uh the the two uh the dog and the cat what's ren and, uh, it's a uh, um Siri and Ren or something, something like that. Yeah, I want to say Ren and Six, but that's the Planeswalker. Yeah, where's that reprint? So Arena Cube, yeah, it's definitely here. And uh, I played, I think I played, I might have played two already, and I didn't, I did okay. Like I didn't do great, but I did enough to like make enough to play more, right? And uh, Stephen and I just did a draft, and it was absolutely insane. We our first pick was uh, Asika, so the the planar bridge or whatever the bridge is called. I don't remember what it's called, but um, it's the bridge that basically every turn lets you go look for a creature and put it on the battlefield, or not look for a creature. It just it goes through the top cards of your library till it hits a creature and puts it on the battlefield, right? So we're like, it's the right. prismatic bridge. Prismatic bridge. There you go, and it costs Wooberg, so it costs you know all the colors. And so after we took that, we're just like. We're just gonna take all of the dual lands that we can get our hands on, and if there's like an exciting creature like a Hornet Queen, which we got, then we'll just draft it, and you know we'll just let this Asika's Bridge get all of these crazy creatures. And you know what? It's been working. It's 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 insane. It's been insane. It's like the games, <laughs> the games just Stalking. like, oh, we're at two life, and we only have one creature on the board. Let's just you know 
do some shenanigans and now we're winning the game. Like that's that's what kind of games we've been having. So we're yeah. definitely gonna so, post. So the Lord drafted this. Sure. I was very big on like Yeah, worst case, we just get a bunch of big green creatures. You know, we just get like a bunch of green cards, we green ramp it up, and that's it, right? That's all we need, right? We'll see if we really get the other colors. And then it was just like every chance Gilbert had was like, I'm going to get that land. There's a few times we had to get him to not take the land to get one of the creatures. Yeah, That's good. That's what you do when you play a a five-color deck is you just you get like a really good payoff in that five colors. We got... I think I want to say it's twelve dual lands, right? Couple twelve shocks, dual lands and a Terragmorphic Expanse. A few, te- a few, um, a couple shocks. Uh, well, we had seventeen lands and only five basics, so it was twelve. Oh yeah, you're right. That's right, because we got one of each color, and we got a few of the temples. We got some of the ones that come in untapped. So it, it's been it's it's been fun. It's been super fun. Like I've been enjoying it, and we are our game. I think on game four, and I've only lost one. And so, we'll see how that goes. Definitely gonna upload the video because it was a fun draft for sure. Oh yeah, we we, we were pretty like ridiculous with it. All we kept talking about is all we kept talking about is how Jared would be so angry with us for drafting. <laughs> yeah, because we're like we're making terrible decisions. Are we it was the most ridiculous cards? draft I've ever. Yeah, done. are we getting any of this good? No, and then it would be every one every now and again there'd be a green thing. I'm just like, all right, hear me out. Elder yeah. Gargaroth, we got. Hey man, yeah. when, it, when it works, it, when it works, it works. And, and that yeah. dryad has been MVP, making a making a three three every turn just wins games apparently. Yeah, and not just uh, your turn. Yeah, Their turn every too. turn. Yeah. We had that. The Uvenwald Hydra getting us an extra land. Yep. Hornet Queen is, you know, an easy one. Yep, to block. Hornet Queen's a solid card. That's a solid card. That's even yeah. a solid attacker. It's a two. And, and we got a regrowth. So late yeah. game, we can get one of our cards back. Get another Hornet Queen, you know. We got we got a way to we got a way to search out for our prismatic bridge. Yeah, we definitely we got a way to search the prismatic. What was our way to search? Oh, uh, primal. Primal Order? Yeah, I think it's Primal Primal Command. Primal Command. Yeah, the the yeah, one that lets you pick command. two, gain life, uh, bury something yeah, on the top of the command. library. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Cool that's command. been fun. Don't don't forget that's out. Go try it out before uh, before it's gone because it's definitely fun. It's like oh, yeah. all, all of the best cards in Arena, which at this point it's getting pretty extensive. You know, there's there's, oh, a, lot, yeah. there's a lot of sets that are in Arena. So. It's not just yeah. Grandpappy's Arena anymore. Yeah, it's 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 get it's getting there to where it's super fun, almost as fun as like a vintage draft, but not not really. Yeah, vintage drafts, they're 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 so much fun. We don't get black lotuses and mox jets and mox sapphires, <laughs> and ancestral recalls, you know. But sometimes they do that though on arena. Yeah, every once yep. in a blue moon. Thank you all for joining us today. Follow us on Twitter at Real Team Ramos and our Twitch at the Real Team Ramos. Peace out, everybody. And don't forget what Kermit says. With good friends, you can't lose.